0: This is a pre recorded program presented by KSL News Radio and Intermountain Healthcare. Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. We discuss the important community issues of stronger mental health, emotional wellness, and the growing problem of addiction. Here's our host, Maria Chaleos, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. Today we are talking about EnCircle and how they help LGBTQ families and communities. With me is Stephanie Larson, the CEO. You've been talking about all of the uh, wonderful volunteers that you're training. Explain what your volunteers do.
1: Well, our volunteers come in and they help with special events. They help us run our programs. They sometimes come in and um, help the youth with homework or art projects. They sometimes just make cookies. Um, the the reason for the volunteer pro, um, program, one is so that when the youth are there and they see another person there on their evening spending time with them, it helps the youth think, my community does care about me. You know, I'm not alone here. So, and part of it is to also help those who come in to volunteer learn to see the LGBTQ community Maybe differently than they have been told they should see them. And maybe to help us reconsider our di- ideas about, you know, why is someone LGBTQ and what does that mean for that individual and how are we judging them maybe incorrectly? I think um, we
0: could all benefit from this type of training. So maybe walk us through what those conversations look like and what that training looks like.
1: Well, um, we do them at the houses and. The directors of the houses run the programs, and we teach about suicidality, the signs of it, how you talk to someone who's maybe suicidal. We talk about the signs of if someone looks like they're overdosing um, and and how to help them. We talk about in circles approach. Let's say you have a child come to you and say, my parents said this, 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 and this. Do you respond and say, oh, they're horrible? Or do you say, give your parents time, you know? Be patient. This is, you know, so we try to help our volunteers represent and circle well and with no sides, only love. Uh, We teach about uh, cultural competency. What do the LGBTQs mean? How do you use pronouns correctly with someone who may be gender variant or transgender? How do you feel comfortable and not offend, you know? so Because so many people, I think, don't engage when they don't know how to... Um, if, when they don't feel comfortable. There's
0: always that fear of the unknown.
1: Right. And if right. you don't
0: know, you won't say anything because you're afraid of what you're going to say or if it'll uh, hurt somebody's
1: feelings. Right. I think that, you know, one thing that we do know is people realize by age 12 that they are lesbian, gay, or bisexual. That's the average age a, a child realizes that. On average, they don't come out until they're age 22. So that leaves a decade of time where this child has a secret; they know who they are, and no one else does. So, the, what I worry about is what are these kids hearing in communities like mine? What do they hear from their parents, their aunt, their church leader, their teachers about people who are LGBTQ? Generally, it's not positive. Generally, it makes creates shame within this child, and we are creating, you know, problems and and loneliness, isolation, depression for these youth. And so that's part of what we want to do within Circle is help our community have better conversations so that these kids grow up being okay with who they are and they don't feel like they have to hide a secret. I like
0: your no-sides approach, but how do you eliminate judgment or how do you minimize the judgment that people have learned in their own
1: families? I think Education. We have spent a lot of time and money developing uh, a book, uh, pamphlets that talk about the biology behind all of our sexuality, the biology behind our gender identity. What does the Bible really say regarding homosexuality? What did Christ say? You know, Christ said, love everyone. He didn't talk about people who were homosexual. Um, So we spent a lot on educational materials. Um, And just, I think once people come together and they get to know each other, that's when the love begins and that's when the conversations get better.
0: Describe your programs. So you said most children know by the time they're 12. So how do you gear your programs to age groups?
1: You know, um, some of our programs are designed for uh, younger youth, some are more for college students, and some are for parents. So uh, speaking to the parent programs, We have a lunch at all the homes called Lunch with Lisa, and by chance, we have the most amazing Lisas who have become the Lunch with Lisas. So they sit down with parents during the lunch hour. Parents show up, and they just talk about what they're experiencing with their children. Uh, Almost every week, you have a parent there whose child just came out, and they are in tears, and their world is—they are nervous. And you have parents around the table saying, you're going to be all right. We've got your back. We'll help you through this. And for us, it was the best thing that ever happened to our family. You're going to grow and learn so much. So they help support each other. Um, We have an an evening program that's very much the similar but more topic-based and discussion-based. For the youth and uh, the older and younger youth, we have art classes where we bring in Uh, some of Utah's greatest artists, and they teach all different mediums of art in the art rooms. The things that come out of these art rooms would amaze you. We have a music night where people of all walks of life who just love music come and stand around the grand pianos in the houses with their instruments and have a two- to three-hour jam session together. It's a great way to bring people together and get to know each other and just enjoy life. Um, The writing classes are taught by uh, professors from the local universities, and I think it's a great way to, you know, almost therapeutically help these kids express what they're feeling, their emotions, and and to work through things.
0: You're bringing together some pretty incredible professionals, and you get the buy-in from them. And so, are they volunteers as well?
1: Yes. Yep. We. we so,
0: talk about that. How do you? How is that happening? how How do you reach the right person to come and teach or be a part of your programs?
1: That's when I, I really mean I see the best in people. I see people give hours and hours of their time and their money and just to help because they know they can make a difference. And um, it's just a really a beautiful place to be, and you see the most beautiful human interactions. You know, some of them are really difficult. I would say when you walk into an encircle home, generally it is college kids just being college kids and high school kids over in the other room being high school kids but when you get the kids in these friendship circles they talk about their suicidality they talk about the issues with their families they talk about their self-harm and and they they are it's real and it's authentic but i think that's where these kids are saving each other's lives is they find connection and hope in there and they they know they're not alone
0: it takes my breath away
1: well yeah it's it's been you know i i feel lucky to get to witness what I'm seeing um you talked about professionals uh we have mental health therapists who work for encircle therapy um we were very lucky that in June dr Jared Klunt left b y u he was a professor who's always worked with the the l g b t q students in his Uh, therapy practice, and he is now the director of Encircle Therapy. And what he's doing is, aside from all the millions of sessions of therapy he does, he is training, we think, an army of therapists who will be available in our communities to help LGBTQ individuals. Uh, We started out with one therapist in Provo, and within a year, we had 15 therapists. We didn't expect the need to be as great as it was.
0: You're listening to Healthy Mind Matters. We're going to take a break. We are talking with the CEO of InCircle, Stephanie Larson. We'll be right back.